Hey, everybody. Welcome into the Divot Room. I'm Chris, and I'm with Todd. How you doing, dude? I'm doing good. We're Did- back at it for our tens and tens and tens of listeners. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just move those flowers into the picture? Yeah, I thought are they, it would be Are pretty. they right? Are, are, am I on top in your... Am I on top? I'm on the bottom. You're on top. <laughs> <laughs> so if I wanted to smell your flowers, I could. I I, I could just kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, uh, okay. Good. Yeah, those smell good. What kind my, of flowers? My house are those? is full of lilies. It, ah. is, it stinks in here. Good. <laughs> it stinks, stinks good. good. Doesn't smell like my golf glove, <laughs> which smells like a really stinky foot. I have a feeling. Golf glove, your golf glove smells like Olivia's batting gloves. I remember one time she's like, Dad, smell this. I'm like, no, get away from me. I I was, well, I put, once my glove goes on, it stays on. It does, doesn't it? You don't take it off. I have no time to be that guy that takes it on and off. And so it's interesting. It's a lot of sweat. I've never noticed that before. And when you wear it for 1,400 rounds, <laughs> I walked into Heron Lakes because I played there with the bums on Sunday. And I said, um, my, my, my glove smells like a foot. I need to get a new glove. <laughs> God, they, they thought that was kind of funny. They're like, woo. I'm like, hey, it's, it's been worn a lot. Yeah, it's, got, it's experienced. What, so I, I always get the foot joy medium large left. Okay. And the guy says, Oh, the tailor made same price. I'm like, huh, really? Is it a better glove? It's a it feels more like Cabretta leather than the uh foot joy. The foot joy feels like it's made of a material that likes to capture sweaty smells <laughs> and turn them into your the, that, that webbing between your pinky toe <laughs> and your just, ring toe. Just when, when you're digging in your toes, you oh, yeah. okay. sniff <laughs> your fingers. Smell this. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. How you been, buddy? Yeah, I've been okay, dude. Just a lot going on uh, at work. A lot going on in my personal life. But I'm trudging through. Um, yeah, we talked a little bit about it and you've got a good handle on it and you've got a good support system with your siblings, right? Yeah. Everything's good. Uh, you know, Lenore asked me how I was doing. I was like, I'm, I'm actually surprisingly doing okay. Um, until the bottom falls out, I might just collapse one of these days, just, uh, run out of everything. But, uh, yeah, I'm doing fine. Um, okay, you know, I'm supposed to go to work tomorrow. Really don't feel the, don't feel the urge to uh, uh, take time off of work to deal with what we're dealing with. But, you know, it is what it is. Um, but, yeah, things it are okay. Be, it would be totally appropriate that if you did feel like it, sick leave, that's what it's for. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, no, I have no problem taking sick leave for just mentally checking out because. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and that's well within the realm of possibility here in the next few days, but no, it's fine. I think, uh, we don't need to get into details. Um, but yeah, things are okay. Things, um, yeah, nobody's, nobody's dying. Nobody's, nothing's happening. It's just, just some, just, uh, normal stress. Life, life, stressful life things. Yeah. And then trying to handle them, handle your ding dong union members, <laughs> keeping my own kids alive. Your ding dong kids, yeah. <laughs> yeah, your ding dong. Just call dog. my kids ding dongs. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, I'm, well, I'm you can kidding. call my dog a ding dong all day long. No, your kids aren't ding dongs, mm. but no, that's just that's all that part of that deal that's hard to do. Yeah, but yeah, we're uh, we're getting through. Um, we've got some time off coming up. We're gonna go spend some time at Black Butte. So next week we're gonna. Mm. Re- going to try to record from Black Butte. I wish I didn't have so much going on because I would drive down and stay the night and play golf. Like, drive down, play golf, stay the night, and come home in the morning you will. after I stopped at Sisters Meet and Smokehouse. What, what, have, what, what do you got going on? We got people showing up. My okay. big retirement party's happening, yeah. and I cannot be 
fucking around. Okay. You can't. You know what I mean? Got to get the house ready. I think we're going to have like six people staying here in my my ranch. Nice. They're coming down for your retirement party or just hanging out? Yeah. For the retirement party. Oh, sweet. So, nice. yeah, people are showing up Friday, Saturday, kicking them out. Somebody shows up Sunday. Yeah. yeah. Fun weekend. I can't wait. It's uh, a week from Saturday, right? Yep. Which today's Tuesday. But yeah, I can't wait. I, it's going to be fun. I can't wait to give you your um, your retirement gift. Oh God, I can't it's, wait. Uh, I, it's it should be should be delivered here in the next few days. It better get here before your party. So. Oh wow. Yeah. I hey. I had to really come up with something like, what do you get somebody like Todd? Mm. What what kind of what do you get? I can really <laughs> tell you this much right now. I appreciate that you were thoughtful. Yeah, I I uh I have a knack with being able to when I give a gift, I do like to give um thoughtful gifts. So thank some, you. Sometimes I just give gift cards because it just I mean, you know, Christmas time yeah. rolls around and you just kind of go through the motions. But when I when I do go out and sought out a gift for somebody, it's it's a thoughtful one. And I, nice. I think you'll like it. There's potential to be like, oh, okay. <laughs> I bet I'll appreciate it. You're, yeah. you're, you're a good gift giver. Yeah. <clears throat> hey, last week you had to go catch for your daughter. I was like, do you wear a cup? <laughs> yeah. You wear a cup? Yeah. Did you get hit in the cubes? Like I did. Chai chai? I didn't. Um, yeah. So she had a tryout with the Wilsonville Wildcats and we, we went out Meow. there and, <laughs> um, yeah, she pitched well. Uh, the coach, um, watched her for about 10, 15 minutes. Um, I caught for her. She was hitting all her spots. Um, the tricky thing is the drop ball. So, uh, a, a good drop ball will go right over home plate and just kind of be diving, right? So mm-hmm. a great one will kind of hit the strike zone right on the front edge of the plate and then kind of dive and hit almost in the dirt. So catchers will have to kind of catch it just real low. So I usually just kind of stand up out of the way and just kind of stick my glove out there as a target. So You don't wait for that ball to bounce off the plate and then come up and hit you in the cube. I don't. I don't. That's cool. No. No, you should have gone to Dick's and got a cup. <laughs> <laughs> it's not necessarily that I can guard my 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 bits just by mm-hmm. the way I sit. I can kind of move my knee, especially when I used to catch four. I'd sit on a bucket and mm. you can't really get out of the way as quick. Um, nope. But when I'm crouching, I can't get out of the way very quick, anyways, because well, I'm You're an old, older gentleman. Older gentleman. Um, but what would always get me with because I would wear shin guards too, sitting on the bucket. But it, but every once in a while, those drop uh, drop balls would catch my toe. Ooh, like it would ouch. smack my big toe. Yeah, and you like, know, once you break it once, <clears throat> it's always it's always tender. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but yeah, it went well. Uh, I haven't really heard back. Uh, I th- but I think it sounds like the team that she's currently on. I think they are all going to stay together. So I think that's kind of renegades. Come to fruition, the renegades. So the Westland Renegades, Lake Oswego. Oh, Lake Oswego <laughs> Renegades. <laughs> Yeah, Westlands and Lions. I don't know. Yeah, how, I, I thought Lake Oswego was the Lakers. Yeah, uh, or the Pacers. Or the Pacers. Yeah. How have Pacers you been? Or the Baby Blue. Oh, good. I uh, played the golf last week, Thursday at Triple Hill. Their uh, the British, their Open Championship golf. Mm-hmm. Optional twenty dollar payball blue play from the Blues game. I shot a little seventy. Oh shit. Nice I was work. four under with three to go. Wow. And she started to bind. <laughs> so is made, that two under out there? Yes, sir. Nice. Okay. But I was hoping for this, the, a six, a starting six. Uh-huh. That paid me two hundy. That's good. Uh, yeah. Then I played Saturday at Triple Hill again from the Whites and shot a 78. <laughs> <laughs> Golf is hard. Golf is hard. Yeah. Well, Went to a pool party afterwards of all my uh, B-Shift. I saw videos. You made movies at that pool party. Yeah, so check it out on the Instagrams. Uh, So much fun. The next morning, my head hurt, and I went out to Heron Lakes to play with the bums and made a nine on one at the Greenback. Number one? 
Yeah, number one, I made a nine. Oh, did a you tennis pump, racket. Did you pump one out of out of bounds no. on the right? No, no. Just, I, I I don't know just, where I hit it on the club. It went left <laughs> into the trees, and uh-huh. Farley's like, "Oh, it went like fifty feet, and it's right there." <laughs> Fuck. And then I hit another tree, and then I hit it on the green, and then I topped it, and then I hit punched out, and then I hit it on the green and three putted nine. Shot a seventy eight. Shoot a nine on the first hole, you shoot a seventy eight. It's pretty fucking good. Wow. I, I played an extra par four. <laughs> so par would have been 76. Geez. You're playing well. You're playing yeah. really well. You need Sometimes to, it's yeah. fun. <clears throat> That's a lot and then of I fun. played yesterday at your track, Stone Creek, with uh, Mark Byrne and Paolo and Alan. Nice. I know Mark from way back. Um, anyways, so they said, hey, you want to come play? And I did. We played the Whites, and it was fun, and the weather was perfect. Are they in the men's there. club out there? No, they're just random dudes that play. Paolo's got um, ten finger grip with a mm. gap, with a gap, he, with a gap between the hands. Wow, he could play. He could play. I mean, he still shot a hundred, but he could. He had a birdie looks. He made some pars. I, it was a miracle. Do you see Good Dennis dude. out there? Did not. <laughs> Did not see Dennis. Mark has some game. He looks like he plays. And Alan, he's in the eels a band and they've been touring in uh, germany and his he hits the he hits off the tee with a big bertha three wood wow okay like an old style like 90s big bertha nine yeah 91 wow big bertha three wood wow at that at that time was game changer right yeah everything with persimmon then yeah bertha yeah that's uh they also had the Heavenwood. I think we've talked about that before. It's like the yep. like the loft of a seven wood and the length of a four wood or something weird like that. Oh, or, wow. or the other way around. Oh, right, right, right. <laughs> I'm not really sure what it was, but it was like a hybrid kind of mixture of a four wood and a seven wood. It, it seems like all the clubs back in the early days were just, you know, blades. Then they did, then they they and everything was persimmon. And then ping came out with the cool persimmon. Remember that? Yep. The cool persimmon and offset cavity backs. Yeah. And like they were the, and then they Callaway, Big Bertha. And now it's just like everybody, nobody can say they're doing anything better. Right. I had a set, I believe I've probably spoke about this before. I had a set of blades, tailor-made blades back in 93, 94-ish. I broke every single club on the, in that set and <laughs> in anger <clears throat> no they they broke right at the hosel every single club broke at least once so i would send them back get a new shaft um i think i broke maybe the seven iron a couple of times but that set of clubs the two three and four iron i believe they might have been illegal clubs <laughs> but oh, wow. they were uh those blades had like a wide, they're almost what you you consider like a hybrid iron now. They had Mm -hmm. like this wide base um, Mm. as opposed to the, just the thin, like the other ones, but a little muscle back. Yeah. Yeah. But they were, they were sweet. I loved them. The only, the weird thing about those clubs was that every single one of them broke at the hosel, except for the four iron and the four iron broke right here. One time during my grip, I, on my follow through, it broke right in between my hands. It was the craziest feeling. The if you play golf like we do all winter long, yeah, and then you put your clubs in the trunk over and over and over again, they rust. Yes, in the middle, inside. Yeah, yeah. And I found that out because I've busted up a couple of uh, wrenches in weird spots, and then you look at it, and you're like, oh, shit, that's completely rusted. I need to bring those inside and put them in front of the heater every time. I can't remember where I would put my clubs. Most of the time, I remember I'd take my clubs downstairs in my parents' house and I'd lay them out and let them dry out. Mm. i bring them inside here. Um, if, if they're wet, though, I'll, oh, I'll yeah, take Oh, yeah, they're so well taken care of. <laughs> I see you looking at them, like, oh, in your bag with your new Divot Room logo. That's yeah. so cool. Yeah, we... uh you and I have done that whole abandoned thing where we get back after a round, go to our room, and just empty everything out of the bag, open all the pockets. All the pockets everything's right. just drenched. Uh, that's why they need such nice big rooms is because there's sometimes where it's just littered with golf stuff. 
Yeah, it takes up half the room. Yeah. Got a bag in front of the fire, a bag over there by the heater. Yeah. Oh God, and I'm I'm we're all booked. Oh, uh, we're booked for 2024. Yeah, we're I'm stoked. It was yeah, I'm glad that you were able to get on there and get get what we wanted. I yeah. like the um the greens fees though on there. It says TBD. <laughs> yeah, it's it's 110. I paid yeah. $1,800 on my card for what was it? I, I appreciate uh, four tea times and four rooms, but it's it's great. I pay it off now and then twenty twenty four. It's fucking paid yeah. for. I think like what you my did dinners. Yeah. I think what my, you did is you actually paid for eight tea times and four rooms <clears throat> because what they do is you have to pay for uh, the first night of each room. Mm. And then you have to pay for one round per person. So you book two foursomes, right? Yep. Yeah. But anyways, dude, it's great because I've done that yep. too. And when you get there, you have like 1800 bucks on the books. It's yes. nice. It's yes. really nice. Yeah. Like, do I get just the Bandon burger <laughs> or do I get the big steaky steak? <laughs> yeah. The rest <laughs> of us are eating burgers and you're eating steak. Steaky steak because I got some I got some credit some house credit and we've got that new restaurant uh, that we're going to be able to go to this year the new steakhouse yeah the forge no I think the forge um, it's out at yeah, it's uh, the old forge. Mac it's out at old Mac old McDonald had a farm <laughs> <laughs> I'm stoked man I'm just I'm pumped it's just, mm-hmm. that time of year I really start looking forward to that trip I mean even though I've got a few more trips before then uh, I'm, that's probably it's one of the highlights of my year. Yeah, for sure. All right, man. Let's get a shout out to our sponsors, Sisters Meat and Smokehouse and Sisters Oregon on Spruce. If you're heading out to Central Oregon, head on through Sisters. Grab some stuff for your trip. Some ground beef, some chickens, pepperoni sticks, some beef jerky. I'm going to be out there next week because I'm going to Black Butte. And I'm going to pile on a bunch of meat onto the barbecue. So I'm going to get some chicken, some ground beef steaks and we're gonna have a lot of great food so sisters meat and smokehouse can't beat our meat so how many nights are you there uh it depends um four-ish, we're, we're, we've got a fluid schedule um okay. four-ish yeah yeah because then you can do hamburgers which is always a big treat oh yeah and then chicken barbecue chicken which i'm going to do tonight barbecue drumsticks on the uh weber grill yep and then you do steaks and potatoes with all the fixins. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, oh we're gonna so we're good. gonna be eating well. So, um, what do you got from this week, dude? You told me there's a few things. <clears throat> I, I I feel like we at least need to kind of mention. I didn't read the details, but it, uh, I got alert. I always get these news alerts on my on my phone, um, and I was shocked to hear that LeBron James's son, Bronny. Uh, suffered cardiac arrest this morning at practice. Uh, I believe he's going to be a senior in high school. And yeah, he was, he was practicing, practicing at USC. Yeah, and suffered a cardiac arrest. There's no. It sounds like he's in stable condition in t- in, in the ICU. Um, but man, that's that's pretty scary. The a lot of those times it's WPW mm-hmm. Wolf Parkinson White, which you can't. You don't figure it out until you fucking have a cardiac arrest, right. which is a bummer. Right. So so luckily, I'm sure some people were there, there that knew how to do really good CPR and an AED. Yep. And then uh, LA City, LA County's yeah. finest showed up with all the shit. Yep. That's scary for him, I bet. Oh, very Everybody. scary. Yeah. Last uh, thing you want. What about... Um, what about this tour pro that confesses about cheating? Oh my gosh, Chris. It I saw the headline and I went to golf, online golf, and quote, I cheated. <laughs> really? Oh my, oh my gosh. So at the PGA Tour Canada's Ottawa Open last week, 28-year-old Justin Doden was accused of changing his score on the final hole from a double bogey seven to a par five after the card already had been signed by his playing partner. 
The incident was first reported by Ryan French of Monday Q Info, who spoke to players in Doden's group. According to their account, they noticed Doden's posted 36 hole total of three under while having lunch after the round. The incorrect score placed Doden one shot inside the cut line, tied for 60th, which meant 13 other players who would tie for 61st would miss the weekend and tournament prize money. According to French's reporting, the players notified the tournament officials who, upon examining Doden's scorecard, discovered that the originally marked seven on number 18 had been erased and replaced with a five. Doden's original score would have put him outside the cut line and weekend money. Doden withdrew from the tournament during the official's investigation, and he did not respond to requests for comment. But on Monday, he took Twitter, which I think is now X, (laughs) I don't know, to confess his actions, if not in great detail. Here it is. (laughs) I am here to confess of the biggest mistake I have made in my life to date. I, I don't know, really? I cheated in golf. This is not who I am. I let my sponsors down. I let my competitors down. I let my family down. I let myself down. I pray for your forgiveness. John 1 dot dot 9. Oh, okay. What? Did he just pull out the <coughs> Jesus card? He did. He did. Damn. I mean, you know, you might as well. Fuck. What a dipshit. <laughs> Don't you fucking bring the Lord Jesus Christ into this. <laughs> you, you just. You, you <laughs> fucking like you. He went and erased it. So like he got done and was like, oh, shit, I'm going to miss the cut. It's been signed. I'm just going to take this eraser here because I love erasers. Turn that upside down golf frown into a par. <clears throat> How do you spell that? How do you spell Doden? D-O-E-D-E-N. And I apologize, Justin, if I'm butchering your last name. I don't see him uh, in the field in this week's uh, PGA Tour Canada Osprey Valley Open in Toronto. But, uh, yeah. Here's the bullshit part is they don't tell you what kind of discipline when you should absolutely be saying, hey, everybody, if you cheat at golf, you will not be playing in the next five tournaments. You will not be playing ever. You will not, you know, right. let the people know. So they like to think it's an internal investigation affair. <laughs> but he's in trouble. We, we all know he's in trouble. Right. And in PGA Tour Canada, if you win a golf tournament, are you winning 30 grand? I don't go even know if you're winning that much, to be honest with you, dude. Yeah. Um, I I'd have to go back and look, but um, yeah. I mean, shit. When I was when I caddied up there, I mean, I think I I would have been happy just to get like a couple hundred bucks from the guy, um, for the week. There he is, right there, dude. Oh my gosh! Looks like a cheater, doesn't he? Yeah. Fuck yes. <laughs> God dang it! From the and, United you know, States. He he it the uh. Ottawa Open on his status on the results says WD and not DQ. Oh. Like, I'm going to WD before you disqualify me. I wonder if they get fined if they get DQ'd. Well, he, he's going to face a fine and suspension, but the PGA Tour Canada won't talk about it. It's ridiculous. Interesting. Yeah, he's uh, 5'11", 165 pounds. He's 28 years old, born October 10th, 1994. Burnsville, Minnesota is his birthplace. Turned pro Minnesota. In, turned pro in 2018, education at University of Minnesota. He God. now currently lives in Bluffton, South Carolina. Um, yeah, and he plays out at Prior Lake in Minnesota. You got some desperate shit going on when you... <clears throat> I mean, it's one thing to go all Pat Reed and push the ball down or kick it, you know, out behind yeah. the tree, but to go after the card signed and erase it, whoa, bro! Nobody's gonna notice. No bullshit. I know exactly how many shots you hit. Blah blah blah. Right. And when you say I shot an eighty-five or seventy-nine, I'm like, oh, I don't know. Yeah. Jesus. All so that's right. the, that's the, the big news on that. 
And then the other big news, which I texted you this morning, EVR's Looper qualified for the same tournament that he's playing in and went out on Twitter and asked for a Looper. I sent it to you, and I'm like, dude. Yeah. And what happened? I just didn't hear anything. I put it out there. I was like, hey, if you still need need a caddy, let me know. It was going to take a private jet ride out there, though, I'm sure. At least I mean, yeah, I saw that you said you were going to take a PJ. You needed a PJ. Yeah. Well, I, like, I got to take some PL and probably stick somebody with an order back for me to go out and caddy in the 3M. It'd and, be worth it. Yeah. And so, you know, stick somebody with an order back. I'd give them a little kicker. You know, hey, I'm going to get a private jet. I'll give you maybe a thousand bucks for being ordered back. I'm going to probably make a couple grand for the week. At least EVR has been playing good in these, <clears throat> these, these yeah. lower level tournaments. Yeah. So go out there. You know, tell them, hey, look, 5%, 7%, 10, 10% standard. Give me th- give me two grand for the week and fly me out there for free. I'll find my own place to stay. I'll stay at the Eco Lodge. No, you, would have to, you would have to find your own transportation. No, that would be part of the deal. Okay, give, oh, me th- nice. give me a thousand bucks a week and give me a private, private flight out there. Okay. What about, uh, he's a big guy that likes to wear joggers. Would you wear joggers? If he says, listen, you have to wear joggers. Oh, absolutely. I'll do whatever <laughs> he tells me to. I'll do whatever he tells me to. Are you kidding me? Grew my I, beard. When I caddied for Madigan, I was sitting I was sitting in a movie theater watching a movie, and he said, hey, I'm heading the range. I said, I'll be there. And I left <laughs> the movie theater and drove straight to the golf course. It's He's my boss for the week. I'll do whatever wow, the fuck he nice. wants. Yeah, wow. I'll wear a live golf hat if that's what he tells me to do. No, you're not. <laughs> no, you're not. You're not fucking weird. Dude, I will sell my soul to the devil for a week if I get a caddy on the PJ Tour. No, you. Well, it has to be the PJ Tour, and if it is, you don't have to wear a live hat because nobody's wearing that. Unless I'd you're wear a different. Major. I'd wear a different hat. There you go. They don't give two shits what you wear. Yep. Um. Yeah. So that's all I have. Well, what's even funnier? The- did you did you mention that they got paired for the week? Together? Oh my god! No, I didn't. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. So and the tea times come out and EVR's like, oh, I seen on the cake. <laughs> and so they're paired together. It's so funny. it's that is funny. But also I'm like, is it also kind of like, fuck, I just want a, a week away from EVR. <laughs> and can I just, you know, get paired with, I don't know, Ben on and right. who, whoever. So I or the other or the other Monday qualifiers. How many were there? Right. Probably two. I mean, at least the other Monday qualifier, unless, unless like he kind of slid into a spot of somebody that uh, withdrew. That sometimes happens where some of these Monday qualifiers right. get put into these spots, or some of these alternates get put in. Like if JT was to withdraw, you know, if he's playing with Tony Finau and Hideki, I don't know who who is, but if he's playing with those guys, then you get this random guy, not random, but you know, an alternate that comes in yeah. and. And takes their place. So sometimes you get like, you know, a no-namer playing with some of these big guys. Very good friend, professional golfer of mine, Scott Krieger. We play golf a fair amount in pro-ams and what have you. And there's one thing that he hates more than any. Joggers? And that's and Well, that's me beating him. Which oh. has happened very, very rarely. Like really, like he hates it. He fucking hates it, and I get it. I fucking get it. Um, Just you beating him, or like, like well, if I general, beat him, he, like if I beat him, he, he that no, that would he, never happen. He would no, make it sure. Would. He, <laughs> I, I know sure. it wouldn't, but I mean, it's at some point. But no, he he does not like losing to me. Okay, and I hope that this isn't going to happen to EVR and his caddy. That this, there's this huge like, I mean, how is EVR going to feel if his looper? Makes the cut. EVR doesn't make the cut. Blah, blah, blah. Does does the EVR's looper say, hey, EVR, you're not working this weekend. You want to loop for me? <laughs> oh, God, weird. So that's why I'm wondering if it would be better if he would have just gotten just paired with, you know, Hideki Matsuyama and Justin Rose. Right. I, uh, I took the opportunity to go on to DraftKings and, and check out the odds for this Alex Gagert. Gagert? I don't, I'm going to butcher his last name. G-A-U-G-E-R-T. That's what we do on the divot room. Ga- Gaggert. <laughs> Alex Gaggert. 
Uh, and I put five bucks on him to top ten. It's going to give me three hundred fifty-five. <laughs> Fucking love that shit, Chris. It's a great story. I mean, yes, if it happens, absolutely, everyone's going to be talking about it, including and me. The, the thing is that that guy's good enough to play. Yeah, but can he do it for four fucking straight days? Five for you know? him, right? Because he just yeah. Mondayed. Mondayed, and then he's going to play in the pro am. Hell's yes. Yeah, and then his group that you know paid three grand, they're going to be like, um, "Who are you? <laughs> I'm I'm Eric Van Ruyen's." Um, EVR's caddy, and I qualified on Monday. <laughs> I mean, he's not even a professional. Is he a professional golfer? Yeah. You don't have to be. I believe you need. I mean, he's not. Uh, I don't no, think he's if listening. If you want a Monday qualify, you do not have to be a professional golfer. I thought you had a professional status to be able to to be no, able to make money. Monday, you show up Monday. You know, you, you've seen like Pearson Cootie and kids right out of they, college but we'll they're professional but, but they've turned amateurs well but 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 you don't get money then right correct you do not get money but this guy i believe is listed as a professional wow good for him let me see here he's a professional caddy he's got that going for him yeah and um evr well, let's oh god this is gonna take me a little what time do they tee off do you think um I can go to the the laptop. <laughs> Let's see. Is if this he's the Barracuda? No, this is a 3M this is a in Twin 3M. Cities. Yeah, TPC Twin Cities. Um, Tony Finau is playing, and I no, we can't we can't start um, previewing it. No, we'll we'll get to that here. Well, what we can little... do is maybe have a magic cocktail potty break at some point, and we can come back and give everybody the facts versus there, all the. There it is. Bullshit that oh. we spoon feed him. He's playing with Ryan Moore and Eric Van Ruyen. So it's... Dude, he's not listed as an amateur. Okay. He's got professional status. So... There you and, go. And, and like, you know, Andre says, you know, you just... You don't lose it. Like, Madigan wants to come back. I mean, he, I mean, you don't lose... I guess you don't lose your professional status unless you nope, go you and don't. get your... Unless you go and get your amateur status. I mean... Back. You, yeah. So... I don't know. Anyways, uh, yeah, let's do a magic potty break after I uh, call out, shout out to our second sponsors, Valley Carpet Cleaning, Carpet and Upholstery in the Tri-County Portland Metro area, occasionally in Washington and Salem. You can reach them, them at 503-277-9169, or you can reach them at www.valleycarpetcleaningllc.com. We'll see you on the other side. <laughs> All right, so we just came off the uh, magic potty break. <laughs> Did you actually go potty? I squeezed a couple of squirts out. You know, I just wanted to be ready. I didn't want to have to do another magical one. But I mostly it was to refreshen up my John Daly. Yeah, our cocktails. Nice. I grabbed a yeah. beer. I'm drinking a Sister's Meat and Smokehouse pint glass. Mm. All right, dude. So I watched, uh, I would say, a pile of golf considering the inconvenience of the of the times because of it being played in England but I, I would say I probably watched a pile of golf I was entertained I was entertained by the course um, mm -hmm. I was a little disappointed in number 17 you considered a potential round wrecker which um, it was a little bit for Fitzpatrick for Fitzpatrick which is ironic yeah. yes um, and then uh but yeah, I mean, just that 17, 18, it was a roller coaster, man. I mean, 18 bit some people. I mean, ask JT about it. Um, oh my God, <clears throat> yeah. that was so much fun. <laughs> but Brian Harmon, credit to him, man. Just, I don't know if he went wire to wire, but he was there the entire time. And I had picked Tommy Fleetwood. And he was there after, I think he was five under after the first day. But then I think he ended up just like at minus five or six. I can't remember what he ended up at. But So, I believe Brian Harmon, he, he shot a 67 round one okay. late. Okay. Minus four. Playing, playing good. Yep. Went out just unlike Justin Thomas who played late <laughs> and shot an 81. They both had very different evenings. Very different evenings. Ryan Harmon went to bed. 
He knew exactly where his driver was going, where his irons were going, and how to putt. Justin Thomas had no idea where anything was going (laughs) or how to putt. So Brian Harmon got up the next morning and fucking rolled out a 65. Hello. And I think that was the lead. Yeah, he was he was in the lead going into the weekend. Weekend. Um, he, he's probably one shot off the lead on on Thursday then because if he shot four under on Thursday, I think Fleetwood was at minus five. He was tied with somebody else. I can't remember. Um, but uh, yeah, so Brian Harmon had the had the lead after thirty six holes and kept it through the weekend. Yep. Amazing, yep. Golf. unbelievable. Uh, lefty. Yeah. Too many waggles for me. I can't stand it. It's yeah. hard for me to watch. But you know what? When you only hit it 65 times, I guess you're allowed a few waggles. But, man, like if that guy played with us, I'd be like, ooh, fuck, will this guy ever fucking hit the ball? Yeah, but the, he's taking like a lot less shots than us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's not like Absolutely. he's it's not like he's doing that and then tugging it. OB like 60 right, yards right. short of the green, right? <clears throat> so, I mean, I I can stand a few waggles, but what I can't stand is the fact that they have the waggle counter on the final round of the yeah. Open Championship. Yeah. Like, dude, what are you trying to prove? I mean, we get like he waggles the club, but then they like calculated how many waggles per per his entire. It's like, dude. I don't know. He, it must have been Zinger's idea to do that. Right? The ding dongy. Zingy. Yeah. The it's it's he does have a lot. It is sure. hard to watch, but he is within the realm of how long to hit a club and or hit a ball in there, you know. Like if if you get behind then you gotta blah blah blah. You know it's it harder like it took him You know what's harder to watch for me than Waggles? What? Somebody hitting left handed. <laughs> oh my gosh, right? That, where's that going? It just doing? seems so unorthodox. Although I will say this, his swing, buttery. I yep. loved it. It, it. He's solid dude. Um, been around for a long time. Just a fucking journeyman. 35, 36-ish. Ish. Um, they showed a picture of him and Tommy Fleetwood, Fleetwood in the Walker Cup. Pictures side by side of back when they were probably 17, 18 years old. Um, it was, it was funny. Um, but yeah, I mean, just, I'm super happy for the guy because he is one of those guys, um, that has just been around for so long. I don't know how many times he's won the PGA tour. Um, but he's never won a major. Does he deserve to win a major? I don't know. I mean, yes, he does because he played the best. So yes, he does deserve to win a major. Um, and like I said last week, I was excited for this week for for this tournament because I was going to be happy no matter who won. Would I be pissed? Right. I mean, I wouldn't be happy if Patrick Reed won. So there's a few outliers, but I'm happy. I mean, I, I think it was a great tournament. Did Brian Harmon run away with it and not make it very yes. exciting? Yeah, he yes, did. Yes, he did. So that's, but for me, it's almost kind of like, you know what? If I was in that guy's shoes, that's pretty fucking cool. It's impressive that he was one under on that round in those conditions and he I'm looking at everybody's scores here and everybody is right around that number except for people like um, Juiced Luton and Robert McIntyre who I put a few bucks on shot 78 and 80 respectively he he got it done (laughs) in that condition with a lot of different gloves at 7,300 yards yeah he had a lot of he had like a pro shop underneath his umbrella, they said, because he had like nine <laughs> gloves dangling there. Just grab the driest one. God, Which, unbelievable. Hey, whatever works for you. I mean, it was a pretty smart idea. He, I, mean, I, I, I think I like him more now, especially after his, uh, his presser. Like, what are you going to do? How are you going to celebrate? He's like, I'm going to go home. I just bought a new Kubota orange tractor, and I'm going to start mowing some fields. Nice. Yeah, you know, he's like his, yeah, I think he's cool. And, you know, he grew up on a golf course and played since he was a little kid, just shagging balls and doing it the whole thing. I like the guy. He's just completely untrustworthy, though. I mean, will he win another major? Mm. I don't know. 
I mean, will you ever say, okay, <laughs> this guy, I'm putting money on him because he's going to win this? Fuck no. I think there's horses for courses. Right. And he, I think he'll be great for the uh, Ryder Cup for the Americans because people were saying some really unsavory things to him because he was playing with Tommy Fleetwood in that last final pairing. And they were like, you fucking suck. You don't have the stones. And he's like, oh, really? Oh, really? Yeah. He's always been really very even keel. I've never seen the guy get get worked up or anything. So um, he's four foot. He's four foot 12. He's cute. Little and he's fella. got a chip on his shoulder. Big yeah. feet. He's he's actually five seven, hundred fifty pounds, 30, 36 years old. Born January nineteenth, nineteen eighty seven. Birthplace Savannah, Georgia. Went to University of Georgia. Um, lives uh, lives out and plays out in Sea Island. So one of those Sea Island guys. Um, he <laughs> we jokingly uh, he is. He's one of those unassuming guys. But man, his caddy, big dude. I mean, I get it. Brian's five seven, but between Tommy Fleetwood's caddy and Brian Harmon's caddy, they almost these two little guys almost looked identical. Like almost like their caddies should just kind of strap on a baby Bjorn and just throw them in there as they walk <laughs> off the course after eighteen. Brian's right? just kind of dangling there, and just like, hey. you know. I mean, the guy his caddy was probably like six seven, and Brian's yeah. five. You know, so four twelve, yeah, four twelve. Um, but but it was it was great. I mean, I I I think there was a lot of excitement. Rory kind of stuck in there a little bit during the weekend. Um, yeah. You know, I always, I always hate those kind of races for a second, but there was like, I feel like maybe Brian got a double bogey at one point. People were like, oh, is this going to be it? And then he got a birdie. I mean, he really didn't stumble it enough mm -hmm. to really make us think that this was going to be an exciting ending. But again, it was it was fun to watch. I always kind of like having those kind of tournaments on days that I work because if we get a mm -hmm. call, I don't feel like I miss anything because right. you know he's I recorded up by so much, it. So. I recorded it. I didn't watch it. Oh. I mean, I, I just I don't want to watch a five shot win. Um, although yeah. I did, I did, I first I think Saturday after my pool party, I was sitting in my recliner watching the replay. Yeah. And was enjoying that. Did you watch the end? Did you watch him come up 18? Did you watch him? Did you see any highlights or anything like that? Okay. Did not. Yeah. Nobody watched it <laughs> unless you were there. Champion golfer of the year. Um, yeah. I, Dude, the guy. I've got it. Like, after the first round, Stuart Kitchen Sink, two in the pink, three in the stink. <laughs> was tied for like second or third. <laughs> I was like, you know, this guy, I think he he beat Tom Watson, which was really oh, mean. Oh, man. You, you okay, made, Chris? Yeah. <laughs> I'm okay. You almost made me spit my beer out. Um, uh, who who else was up there that, jeez, uh, uh, Ricky Fowler, 18, <clears throat> hits, pumps two out of bounds, yeah. From the middle of the fairway on 18 to go from like minus three to plus one. And been Come there, on, man. Bro. Been there, man. <laughs> right. Uh, Jordan Spieth was in there for a, for a little while after day one, maybe even day two, uh, but just kind of faded out. Uh, Sepp Straka came through uh, on the weekend, had a couple nice Big little time. rounds. Yeah. Uh, I Again, race for second. I don't even remember who was second, so does it really matter? I think Sepp Straka was up there. Um, anyways. What about the amateur Christo? Christo. What the <laughs> fuck was his name? Christ oh, he was the one leading after the first Yeah, day. Christo Lamprecht. Yes. He's like a bigger version of um, the guy that does the snap when he makes birdies. Justin Hadley? Yeah. yeah. He's like a bigger little little heavier version i mean that swing is loopy the guy won the amateur champion he's a u.s amateur champion the guy knows what he's doing he plays at georgia tech he has a pile of he's gonna have a pile of money but man i was like shit he shot an a 66 leading the golf tournament day one and then sleeps on it and then goes out she's a 79 <laughs> 
He was on 90 watch after four holes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Did you get anything? Did you cash anything on this one? Fuck no. Yeah, either did I. The, 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 I, the, the one thing that I felt like I had was your pick with Alex Fitzpatrick. Yeah. So I had Tommy Fleetwood winning. So I really felt like I oh, have a chance. I bats. have a chance for Tommy Fleetwood to be able to come through. But then Sunday, just Saturday didn't really amount to much. So that, that kind of sucked. But, uh, I can't remember what what Alex Fitzpatrick shot on Saturday, but he gave me a glimmer of hope where I even think I even told the guys at work. I think he was at minus four going into Sunday. And I had he shot him. a 65 on Saturday, yeah. and he was T4 going into Sunday morning, and you had top you five, have? $2 would have gotten me $402. Jesus. Yeah. I don't think he was T4 going into Sunday. I don't I, think he I was. Think I think he, he was, was. Hey, dude. He, he may. He may him. have been, but he was still like. I, he, it was still like one of those things. Like, I think he's got to get to at least minus six, and I think minus seven would have done for me. But uh, yeah, you know what? He he didn't do it. Um, he ended up getting there was a hole in the back nine where he double bogeyed, and it's like yeah, it's over. So, but it was exciting. I'll tell you, yeah. The I, I thought that was a genius pick when you were saying it. On the last time we podcasted, I was like two dollars four fifty. I mean, that just feels like you're throwing away two dollars. But suddenly, suddenly Saturday night, I'm like, fuck it, fuck yes, let's. I think I texted you, let's fucking go. Yeah, let's go. Let's fucking go, AF. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, geez. So Be- best that, was, that was, best finished by a liver. Who was it? Okay, it would have Cam Young. No, no, uh, not Cam Young. Henrik. Henrik Stenson, T13. Yeah. He he got zero points for that. Zero <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, FedEx points. How many Ryder Cup points? Oh, uh, he didn't get any. Oh, and he, 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 I saw something on the news that he's, he's sad that he can't be the captain. And fuck him. Matthew Jordan, member of the Hoylake... Country Club in mm-hmm. Liverpool. Yeah. Guy had to make a seven-footer on 18 on Sunday in the rain, in a raincoat, rain gloves, to get a top 10 and get automatic exemption into next year's, and he did it. Nice. There was a really cool scene of him in the uh, locker room afterwards, people taking his picture. They were all drinking pints. Really cool. Uh, what was it? Is Was there any other... Like fun things for you that you got from this fun players anything? <clears throat> um, no, I again, I just I love watching these courses. Mm-hmm. Um, this one reminded me a lot of Bandon. I think it was kind of cool because apparently their tides they've they've got like eight foot tides, right? So mm-hmm. um, at one point they kind of showed the horizon. I was like, are those boats just like beached? Yep, because the tide goes so far out and and i guess the dirt like when the tide goes out, i guess it's not like you don't sink into it like i guess it it's just crazy. rock hard i saw some guy hitting marbles yeah. way out there in the sand they showed him and he had a bucket of balls and a driver and he was pounding them into the estuary isn't that crazy um so yeah it's just cool part of the planet i want to go to it someday i think i will someday um, well, absolutely. And, you know, unfortunately, I was I, I, I was like disappointed because I guess Liverpool, Royal Liverpool is a private club. I was like, oh, it would have been kind of cool to be able to maybe go over there and play it. But, you no, know, go play. Uh, you know, there's there's lots of really good courses on the Rota that you can play and you don't need a membership. Yeah. No, which I will. It'll be fun. You Me. know what? I was one of the things that I. Guido Migliozzi, I said, was a lead pipe since lock in the Scottish <laughs> Open. Shoots a fucking 69 on day one. I'm like, Siri, what are you doing? And I was excited to see uh, people like Rom <clears throat> and Patrick Reed and Brooksy Kapka all making the cut on the number. Yeah. 
the only person that then climbed and had a shot was Johnny Rom. I mean, unbelievable. Make the cut on the number or make it by one. Unbelievable. Max Homa showed he's a good golfer. Yeah. Yeah, he came back through on Saturday, I believe. Had a decent round on on Sunday. Finished in the top 10, maybe? Yes, top 10. T10. Yeah. You know, uh, Cam Young came back and showed he can play. Rory ran. And Sepp Straka. Sepp Straka is playing in this week at the 3M in Twin Cities. He's making an argument for Ryder Cup. I, I hope so, because right now, man. Who they got? <laughs> they well, got Johnny Rom and Rory. Yeah, I mean they've got they've got probably a bunch. Oh, of I guess Europeans. Victor Hovland. He ain't bad. Yeah. What about Henrik Stenson? Oh no, he's not. He's well, Sepp Straka. Um. Yep. Uh, what about uh, Fitzpatrick? Yep. Tyrrell Hatton. I mean that guy's a little bulldog. Uh, he's. I put great. some dough on. I love yeah, that I put guy. Some dough on him and on eighteen. Yannick on, Paul. Yes. What was I watched that son of a bitch Hatton? I was like, come on, man. And he pumped like, oh, on Friday, he pumped out two in a row out of bounds. He made a fucking nine, and who didn't? (laughs) We saw Justin Thomas make a nine or a 10. Yeah, at least a nine on 18, I believe it was a nine. They re raked those bunkers. Mm-hmm. So they had them flat, and they're they like, did. "Okay, we gotta we gotta rake this up, so yeah. it's a little up upslope." Which that's pretty crazy in the middle of a tournament. Redo those bunkers because it's we don't want to watch people have nines and tens. No, and the, they had people out there raking bunkers for the caddies, so they had grounds crew people out there raking bunkers on each hole. Abe answer. You said that guy was a good pick for it. What did he? He do? made the cut. Uh, I he didn't do much over the weekend though. Uh, there he is. I picked him top ten. T forty nine. Yeah, seventy two, seventy one, seventy one, seventy three. Yeah, and then my Patrick Harrington, which I thought was a lead pipe cinch lock. Yes, you did say that. Did he? He didn't even make the cut, did he? He made the cut. T sixty four. Come on, Patty. Oh <laughs> uh, man, you got anything else on the open? Nope. All right, let's talk 3M Open. We got TPC Twin Cities, par 72, yardage 7,468 in Blaine, Minnesota. Do you know who the returning champion is? It's right there in front of you. Tony, 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 Tony. Tony, Tony, Tony. Fino, uh, it's also right in front of you. Do you know who has a course record? No. Paul Goidos. <gasps> I'll be danged. 60. 2017. Wow, nice. I don't think he won, but. Um, of course not. Of, the, you make, it, go for it's it. A, it's a decent field uh, at this at this event. You know, the, the Tony Hideki and Sepp are all playing together. Well, I wonder. So Tony is a defending champion. He's probably not obligated, but he feels it important to be there. Um, oh, yeah. Hideki hasn't been playing great. I'd love to see where these guys stand on the FedEx Cup because I think Justin Thomas is playing. I think Justin Thomas is outside that line. And I think it's important for him to play in this. I don't think these guys expected Justin Thomas type of player to be playing. So that's what makes this. He literally said, I want to play on the Ryder Cup. I need to win or play so good that I get a bunch of points. Yeah, so it's it's kind of cool to see a tournament like this get a name like Justin Thomas because, man, that dude, the dude needs to win. Oh, God, he just <laughs> needs to show that he can't shoot an 80. Jesus, dude, it's bro. bad. It's bad. I mean, it's it's like the witch doctor. Like, I mean, Ricky Fowler just threw this shit right in his face. Like, sorry, bro. But ah, I, you got it, <laughs> and they're you friends still. Like I can't believe, like he actually went to the witch doctor, and they're still friends. But so you got Tony Finau, Hideki Matsuyama, and Sepp Straka all teeing off at five twenty nine, and at five forty you got Brant Snedeker. And this Adam is Pacific Sven- time. Uh, yeah, yeah. Adam Svensson and Stuart Kitchen. Stink, two in the pink, three in the stink. <laughs> I can't stop saying you that. can't stop saying that. Nick Watney, Grayson Murray, Pendrith. Uh, Gligic. Michael Gligic, yeah. 
Thomas Lehman? Who the fuck is Thomas Lehman? Did he change his name from Tom Lehman to Thomas Lehman? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> That's so weird. K.H. Lee. <laughs> oh, Sahith Gala. Cam Young. Yeah, there you Gary go. Gary Woodland, Justin <clears throat> Thomas, and Joel Damon. Joel Damon, uh, he, he was in it until he wasn't at the... Barracuda or Barbasol. We don't know. One of the two. They both kind of go hand in hand. I mean, they're both (laughs) tournaments here when they're playing there. Uh, Uh, Did you make any DraftKings picks? No, I I guess I was in Oregon today getting my hairs cut from my retirement party, and I forgot. Oh, man. Your hair looks great, though. Thanks. I'm going to cut my hair. Forget stuff. I'm going to cut my hair for your retirement party, too. Just no, I would like it if you grew it out because you can. No, I'm not going to grow it out. Okay. Let's go over my picks, though. So we talked about the Alex Gegert, um, EVR's caddy. Top 10, $5 gets me 355 That's it's pretty uh, pretty be yeah. good payday. Sep Straka, top five, $5 gets me 3250 That seems a good bet. Uh, Peter Quest, here we go. $2 to top 10 gets me $19. Sahith Thagala, top five, $5 gets me $55. I picked Ryan Moore. He's been playing pretty well. Top five, $2 gives me 122 like that. Uh, Marty Doe, he's been playing pretty well. Just can't string together four rounds, but let's see if he can do it this week at 3M. $2 to top 10 gets me $46. And then this is where I get kind of this uh, itch to just try to make a shit ton of money. Okay. So I went all the way down. I got Eric Rowland and Chad Collins. Haven't heard of either one of these motherfuckers. I picked them okay. both to top five, put dollar on each of them, and if one of them tops, it's not like a parlay, but I, each of them will pay me out four hundred and one dollars. Come on, Chad Collins on. and Eric Rowland. I mean, they mm. sound like the guy in second grade that sat in the back of the class. You remember his name, you just can't picture his face. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> God dang it! Yeah. Hey. That, you know what I you have like you've made these bets and I'm like God that's fucking stupid and the next thing you know we're waking up Sunday morning and we're like Who's Ch- hey Chad Collins is in the lead I know it's um, unbelievable <laughs> the Peter I, Quest one's come to gonna come to fruition one of these days Vincent Norman mm-hmm. he's in the field yeah he's he been playing won well last week at yep. one of those tournaments that we can't figure out if it's barracuda the i believe the barracuda. I, I think he might have won the barbasol i think uh uh akish bakai what's his name ash k ash k batia batia won this last week at ba- barracuda barracuda <laughs> in tahoe in tahoe <laughs> the i did watch a little bit of that I think today or a couple days ago. And that's a fun finishing stretch. It's funny because they have quote unquote drivable par fours, which are 384 yards. I mean, right. Like me at, at Mount Everest levels downwind, I might get 320. Yeah. But th- those guys were doing it, hitting it on, doing some crazy stuff. It was a stable third, which is one of the. Great. They they do it at the, all of the almost all of the pro ams that I play in. It used to be you had to hold the ball out, and it's like yeah. I'm making a mess. Can I just pick? Can up? I just pick up? Please yeah, the, and not be ruined from this tournament. The the only pro am that I played in with you, we found out like on hole 14 that it was Stableford. Like that uh, would have been nice to know like a half an Peace. hour ago. Peach, yeah. what are you doing, Peach? <laughs> the I love it, and I I think it's fun watching those guys, you know, make birdies and going for it. And Ash K, he birdied eighteen to get in the playoff with Patrick Rogers, and just good for him. He's yeah. one hundred and five pounds. He's never went to college, and he's like pro. six seven. <laughs> I know the, the kid's crazy. He's got an eighteen inch waist. And you know what I love about this tournament? It's that one time of year that everybody that doesn't know golf is like, what the fuck? I thought you had tried to shoot the lowest score. Score, right? <laughs> so Why then those of us that know good. those of us that know golf have to explain it to other people. So it's always fun. So 
as I as I refer to it, or people people I know refer to, oh, this is kind of that fucked up scoring system, right? I'm like, yeah, just yeah. go with that. <laughs> it's it's amazing. <laughs> oh man, ding dongs and trunk slammers, bro. Who you got for All the right. ding dong? Cheater, cheater, pants on fire, Doden, Justin Doden from the erasing, uh, PGA erasing. Tour Canada. Yeah, erasing a score after he's like. They turn their cards in, everything's signed. He's like, hey, can I see that? And then looks over his shoulder to see if anybody's looking and like, uses huh? his hand huh? and then erases it and then just makes it a five. And Did then you- when you looked at it closely, you could see that it had been completely erased. <laughs> That's psychotic almost. Yeah, it is. Oh, man. Do you know... Uh, so PJ Tour Canada, um, it's kind of a feeder system into the Corn Ferry. And then um, I feel like they used to do a point system and the top five players from the Canadian Tour get into the Corn Ferry Tour and then yep. those guys. So that's how uh, Mad Dog got into the Corn Ferry Tour along with him and Eric Barnes who is currently out on medical leave will come back and probably have some medical exemptions coming in the, oh, no. back to the is PGA okay? Tour. Yeah, I think he had like shoulder surgery or something. We've talked about oh, him okay. on here before, but he'll come back to the PGA Tour and probably be able to get um, some medical, what do they call nice. it? Exemptions. Yeah. Medical um, exemptions. But it's a great path. And and I got to be honest with you. I mean, I've gone up there. I caddied there once uh, up in Victoria, and they're pretty well like organized they're mm-hmm. um they're good events they're the canadian people are just overbearingly friendly nice so it's just like oh my gosh this is it's but it's cool it's uh it's it's a cool path to the to the corn ferry to the pga tour so uh, unlike the, with- the the british fans who were <laughs> screaming at fowler calling him a coward yeah for for getting out of that uh, deal with uh, Justin Thomas and Jordan Spieth to buy Leeds soccer team. So I or told, football team. So I've told you about caddying up in Canada. Like the caddies are horrible. They're all like these local caddies. It's super nice guys, but they were horrible. Like they were more spectators than caddies. Ah, okay. like they'd be standing on the side of the green. Like you know, they'd put the players bag down and then and then. They'd be like that guy, like, go in the hole, go in, go, go in. And pros oh, do not nice. like that. Pros do not nope. like that because, nope. I mean, yeah, shut your fucking mouth. All right. You know, or mm-hmm. good shot. And it's like, dude, I missed it by three feet. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so, but they're super nice, but horrible caddies, great spectators. I liked it when uh, Justin Thomas came off of 18 after he. Like went out of bounds and then went in a bunker and then went to another bunker. And then I had to go backwards and then bop a dude, doop a dude. And when he hold out for ten or nine, they all clapped. I know. And he he kind of did this. I mean, he did. He, he gave it to that. Like he gave it to the hat. Hey, thanks. Well, appreciate you it. You know, anytime you watch the Open Championship or the Scottish Open, they're always talking about like these fans over here really know golf. You know, they don't. They they cheer. You know when, but they know where to hit the ball. And I'm like, those dudes just cheered for Justin Thomas getting a nine because they were just like, thank God you're done. Thank you for for finishing. (laughs) Oh, man. Get off the fucking course, JT. What's the over-under that Justin Thomas makes the cut? Oh, man. Do you think he makes the cut? Yes. Okay. Yes, I do. I, I, yeah, okay. I, cool. I mean, nothing against these events. They're going to be set up a little bit, probably more simple. I don't know if simpler is a word. 7,468 yards. Distance isn't an issue for him, right? He can yeah. overpower these holes. It, the, the rough's not going to be. If, it, if it's going right <laughs> or left. I know, but, but there's not going to be in course out of bounds. The rough's not going to be very high. Um, so to make the cut against this field, yes, Justin Thomas will make the cut. He's not going to feel as much pressure. Although say, maybe he yeah, might. I say he, might he misses feel. the cut because oh, really? he wants to not. He's going to force stop it. Stop making 
quadruple bogeys. Hey, and it happens. It happens to all of us. All right. So five bucks. Yes. Five bucks. And I what say I, I say he makes it. the cut. All right. Yeah. Todd. Sweet. Chris. This is the first time we made a bet since we changed our kind of betting. Um, this little side. This little side yeah. side. No cut. JT. Cut. And I don't have my my little stash there anymore. You gave it back to me. Yep. So so we'll have to figure it out. So speaking of Justin Thomas, who's your drunk slammer? Oh, Justin Thomas. <laughs> yeah, I can't disagree there. Yeah, poor bastard. Mm. You got anything else, dude? Um, I don't believe so. I'm looking here. I hope uh, more people listen to this episode. They will. We've no, got a good, good. We got a good loyal fan base of tens and tens and tens of viewers. We just, <laughs> you know, pe- people are always like, uh, "Do you guys like how many?" Like, I'm like, you know what? The problem is with Todd and I. We just love doing this. I love hanging out with you, whether it's Zoom or here, or golfing, whatever it is. I just enjoy yeah. my time with you. So this is just fun. Yeah. And we don't, we don't work at making us out there, yeah. and so. I mean, it's partly our fault because we just, I mean, if we wanted to hire some social media person to just to pump mm-hmm. us out there every minute of the day, yeah. maybe we get more viewers. But I mean, you look back on some of our episodes, like our Bannon episodes, you know, a couple hundred people listen to them. Yep. So and if you look at our demographics, I mean, we've got international listeners, Todd, so don't get too down on yourself, bro. <laughs> All right, cool. Thank you. Thank you, thank you for getting uh, me back. Give me back here. Oh, man. I love you, bud. Uh, We will be, I'll be on location next week in Black Butte. But uh, everybody else out there, be good humans. Everyone have a great week, except for Patrick Reed.